that swarmed these destroyers. Night shift shattered by guns. Well, and how am I still surprised? But seeing. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Inner Monologue Podcast. My name is Julio. I'll be hosting tonight's episode. And I'm here with the crew. I got Marcus, Ricky, and Jose with me. How are you guys doing tonight? Ahoy. What up? What's up, boys? And we got a bunch of good stories to go over tonight. But before we do, we want to give a couple of shout-outs here. I'm going to let Jose start off with shout-outs, if you want. Uh, first shout-out of the day goes to Self Guanchas Podcast. They dropped a, a story this morning saying the top five uh, man-led podcasts to start your week with. And we're number one. So thank you, Self Conscious Podcast, for shouting us out. We greatly appreciate it. Yeah, fuck that. Take that, Joe Rogan. (laughs) (laughs) Shot fired, bro. That's great. We sure will get his attention at some point. Uh, And then also, uh, thank you to the voice party for inviting us over yesterday. Uh, We had a great time with you guys recording. Anybody who's watching our channel uh, and watching this video, we're going to link in the bottom of their YouTube channel so you guys can go and check that out and check out their videos, give them some love. They hosted us. They were great to us. Uh, can't have, we don't have anything. I don't have any more good things to say except let me get They gave Julio like three donuts. They didn't give me any food. That's I didn't expect good things. <laughs> it's a paid shout out, three donuts. Yeah, shout out, three donuts. He got paid for it. It was like three donuts. Our own three goes on this shit. All right, guys, I'm going to go off with the first joke here. All right, so we've got a couple driving down the road when the wife says, Walter, I want a divorce. He doesn't say anything, but he speeds up a little bit. She then says, I've had a relationship with my best friend for a long time, and he's a way better lover than you. Mm. He doesn't say anything again, and he keeps speeding up. She says, I want the house, the bank account, the car, and the dog. Again, Walter doesn't say a thing and continues to speed up. She then says to him, are you listening to me? Don't you want anything? And he says, no, I have everything I need. And she says, oh, what's that? And just before they hit the wall, he says, the airbag. (laughs) Some dark humor. That's wow. pretty that's, that got really dark right off the bat. I see what you did there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's wild. I'm wow. Just let, I'm going to just let you make it on this one, but okay. Ladies and gentlemen, before we continue any further, uh, don't forget to subscribe. Hit the like button. Uh, leave us a comment. Send us an email at intermonologue510 at gmail.com. Also, please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and am I forgetting anything? Oh, uh, that's all, right, guys? Yeah, don't remind to tell them that we don't condone domestic abuse after that joke. Jesus not, not domestic abuse. These are jokes, which is why yeah. we say it's a joke. All right, guys. Don't clench your buttholes. Before we start the weekly catch-up, I got a, I got a fun little segment. So, as you guys know, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, you know, started about five weeks ago. Episode 5 dropped last Friday, and... Not sure if you guys saw, but at the end of the episode, Sam opens a box from Wakanda given to him by Bucky. Which brings me to this little segment. What's in the box? Personally, I'm going to Brad Pitt this shit. I'm going to Brad Pitt this shit and just yell what's in the box repetitively. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a new wing. I think it's either new wings or a new fucking suit with wings. 
the Bionic Cochran. Nice. <laughs> With wings on them? <laughs> Little ticklers that extend and reach forward. I would have gone with feather tips for the tickle motion. So is that your guess, Julio? Yes. Hold it. Okay. Jose. I'm going to guess the Hubbard boots with the Ratchet and Clank series, so you can grind on rails. Dope! <laughs> what's, uh, what's that character from fucking Rick and Morty, Birdman? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll do that. <laughs> that's, a, that's a set of his wings. Uh. <laughs> Either it was Bird Person or some shit. Like yeah, that. Bird Person. Maybe maybe it's the time machine that Stewie has from Family Guy. The little, like, portable pad. <laughs> Fucking Mickey. Right, you know what's funny about Bird Person? I used to work with a guy in Niagara who looked exactly like him. Really? Yep, down to the nose, the eyes, the fucking dumbass, like, half smile of his. Looked exactly like him. Did he talk like him? Uh, I don't know. It was a fucking warehouse with loud machinery. Mm. Maybe. Right. So, so you never heard a screech? <laughs> <laughs> I did. I thought it was a machine. <laughs> Guess again. Uh, my wings caught in the door. <laughs> <laughs> His feather gets caught in a conveyor belt as he's walking I was by. I'm trying to get bird head. Oh my. That sounds painful. <laughs> Does. Doesn't sound pleasant. You guys ready to jump into the weekly catch up? Let's do it. All right. Uh, Jose, what do you got? Man, so I've been in a, in a war. It's Instagram versus TikTok. So my boy Markler has been keeping me busy. I, I've been having to go cam off during meetings just to be on Instagram. It <laughs> doesn't keep my lead going. Uh, beef here. I'm coming for your ass. Hey, man. He, he means it. He means it. But other than that, on, on Saturday, watched probably the worst boxing card I ever watched in my life. It was the Jake Paul versus Ben Askren pay-per-view, which, no, I did not pay for it. Uh, but, I was about to ask because I, I heard about it and I didn't even bother paying I for it. I didn't that. even want to watch it. It, it was why? half concert. And then the fights that happened, like, there was, like, no ring walk. They were already in, in the ring and they announced them. And the only boxing card of the night, which was meant to be a good one, you know, Rage's Progress versus um, Ivan Redcheck, I think is his name, ended when the other guy fake getting hit in the nuts. <laughs> the replay showed that he clearly got hit, like, in the rib. Nowhere near his nuts. But he was trying to fake a disqualification victory, and he was, like, overacting. And he got hit in the nuts. Oh, I was about to and say, wait a minute now, Jose. Left, Maybe left, one of his nuts flew that fly. Cause you know, sometimes the motherfucker right. started to dangle. He was trying to. He left the yeah. ring with a soccer contract. Well, I got hitting that old yeah. speed bag. <laughs> he, got, he got signed for you know NBA floppers or <laughs> soccer contracts. Like he said Dude, he put he put Tony Parker to shame. Shit. I'm not. I I seen I seen the highlights to that fight. The Jake Paul the fight. Yeah. yeah, the main event. And I I. I really do think that dude took a dive. That's what I've been seeing on Twitter. It was like a scripted, you know, loss. And it, it probably does look kind of fake. Go like a one-two picture perfect. Not only was it picture perfect, but like 
right before he gets punched the first time, he drops his guard. Right. Like, purposely puts his hands down here. In a real fight, you know, why the fuck would you do that? Well, it's not even about it. I mean, yes, why would you do that in a real fight? But, like, my point being, like, anybody that's watched boxing and and knows anybody that's ever had any form of boxing training would know that to set up that punch, you would have to throw a, a fake down low. Right. Fake body shot. Yeah, cool. like, fake the body shot to get the one-two in there, you know? But he, he clearly went straight for the face from the beginning, and the dude dropped his hand and was like, fuck it, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> oh, my. Jesus signed the check. One round knockout. Did you see the other boxing match, though? Which, you know, oh, you're talking the uh, Andrade versus Ian Williams? I believe that, that, that was it, yeah. I watched half of it. I had to actually leave, but Andrade <laughs> seems good. Like, you can give Canelo and a lot of the other boxers some problems, I think. I think I think Andrade is good, but see, like I I still think like even somebody like Triple G, who's near the end of his career, could still nice. could still knock him. He's he relied too yeah. much. He 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 relied too much on that like step to the side and do the uppercut as you're stepping out. Uh-huh. But other than that, I don't think he had very many tricks in his in his book. Do you think that comes yeah. down to a lack of experience? Nah, dude, not at all. This dude this dude's been see. boxing for a while. This dude's been boxing for a while, but even the guy that he boxed his last time, right? He um if the other guy would have listened to his trainer that kept telling him like this is what he's doing and he's doing it like r- back to back to back to back, because that's what he did. He jumped around the ring, stopped on a dime, gave you the uppercut, maybe gave you a one-two combination, and then stepped out. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't doing anything that you'd be like, damn, that's phenomenal. But it, it was impressive in the fact that he kept getting the boxer to fall for the same move over and over and over. Yeah, no, but when I saw from that fight, like, hit the first round, like, Andrade came with, with aggression, pressed the fight. I thought he was going to knock him out. And then he just kind of coasted into this, like, slick, slippery movement, occasional uppercut, and just kind of went on points. But it's like, he could have taken him out if he was really, I mean. like, set on bench. His other guy, the other guy, if he would have actually um, caught on to the fact when he wobbled him, because... I don't know if you saw that, but throughout the fight, he wobbled him like three, four times and then just was not aggressive enough to keep going. Mm-hmm. But he's definitely, he, he, Andrade definitely did not look unbeatable. No, but, but I, I think he's, he, if, there's some boxers that say they, they rise to the competition. And I think he may be one that if he faces an elite, maybe he steps his game up. Who knows? But, he needs to like fight someone good because he's been fighting kind of like nobodies for for a minute. Yeah, I hear you. I, I I agree, but I mean I don't think he's ready for somebody like a Canelo. Oh, but I hey, can, Canelo, Canelo fights Canelo. over three weeks away, man. With with Billy Joe. Dude, that good. I'm not. <laughs> I'm ready for that fight. I mean, I'm ready for that fight. No matter how way how which way that fight goes, it's gonna be a good fight because we all know Canelo is not good with southpaws. This dude fights southpaw. And dude, but at the same time, this dude, the same guy that he's fighting, has never met, fought somebody that has the punching power of Canelo. True. Yeah, so that's gonna be an interesting fight. Mm-hmm. And then outside of boxing, have you guys seen the new Netflix documentary? Um, I think it's called "Why Did You Kill Me." No, no. I, I saw it uh, queued up on my, you know, on my, 
on my home page, but I didn't really click on it or nothing. Wow, it, it was, it was interesting. So it, it was based on the girl in the basement for you. Let <laughs> 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 me return the favor and four will something for you. But it, it's based on this case in Riverside during the MySpace era when, when that shit was popping. So this um, <clears throat> woman was killed. And to actually catch the killers, one of her cousins pretended to be her. And mm-hmm. basically MySpace friend, all the 5150 gang members in the area. And actually made the killer fall in love with this fake profile that was like her, her dead cousin. Yeah. And literally at the kind of end, as the dude already fall, fell for her, he basically, she's basically like, why did you kill me? And after she, she said that, the dude ghosts, like literally ghosted her, went to Mexico and wasn't found for like 10 years. Yeah, it was an interesting watch. Did you, did you finish The Girl in the Basement? No. <laughs> ruined I did it. Not. Ruined Sorry, it, I ruined that. Sorry, I ruined that. Yeah. Ricky, what do you got for this week, bro? Uh, what do I have for this week? What do I have for this week? Oh, um, besides looking for a new roommate, not very much. Just looking for a new roommate. Um, yeah. Tried bringing my sister into the picture, but was told that like she's not. She agreed. She wanted to, but was told by family that she's not ready for something like that. So it caused enough backlash for me to back off and be like, you know, like, I don't really even want that drama. No, I heard that. This is, yeah, that's, that's... The struggles of being fucking Mexican. Yeah. Yeah. Always a sensitive topic when it's about family, especially a Mexican family. Right. Oh, yeah. Can't do nothing. This is weird, because, like, when you're a dude, they're like, hey, so when you leaving? Right, right. Let me get the fuck out of here. Mm, yeah, I mean, I wish I I knew that about Salvadorians, Julio, but you're still there. Yeah, anywho, fools, what do you got, man? All right, so, and so let's just say three three weeks of me not catching shit. I mean, doing my damn job paid off today. In the last 20 minutes of my goddamn shift, I'm, you know, at this point now, I'm coasting towards the finish line. I'm checked out. Like, let me just ride these last 20 minutes out. Well, I look to my left and I see like this kid fucking around with like um, some damn socks or some shit. I'm over thinking, like, well, I got 20 minutes to kill. Might as well see what this kid's going to do. So I'm watching her and she's like, opening the damn package, like, taking a few out, looking at them. And she'll put them down, walk away, and then come back and do the same shit, like, two more times. The third time, she takes off her jacket, ties it around her waist, goes back to the fucking aisle, takes the jacket off, puts it over the socks, and starts stuffing them in her fucking jacket. And I'm over there like, Motherfucker, you know I can see you, right? I'm one aisle over it, looking dead at you like. And she looks around, takes a takes a jacket and goes and finds her mama. Well, now I'm over here like, okay, fine. So I call the managers, tell them, hey, I'm about to make an apprehension. I need one of you guys to stand by out front. And then I remember, so uh, if a minor steals, um, you don't have to wait for them to exit the store. You can approach them either while they're with their parents or at the checkout line and tell them to basically release the merchandise. 
So that's what I did. Waited for him to get to the checkout line. Took him for fucking ever. Walked up to her and said, we need you to take those socks out of your pants. Well, out of your pocket. So she takes them out. I'm like, is this it? She's like, yeah, I can show you. I'm like, pretty sure you're lying, but whatever. I, I, I got you once, and your mom's probably pissed off at you already. Because, to be honest, I could suspend your membership just for you stealing. But I'm not going to because it's kind of unfair to punish the parent because the kid's doing something stupid. So I let her off on a warning and said, if you call it again, your mom lo loses her membership and she can't shop at Costco anymore. So she runs off. I'm in the office filling out my paperwork. My damn manager walks in saying, Marcus got to stop. I was like, it was a little girl. Shut up. Doesn't really count. Nice job, bro. Yeah, good shit. Yeah, yeah. I saved the store nine dollars, but I'm petty, so I don't give a fuck. Fuck a whole nine dollars. I know, right? Now I can go get those nihilators yeah. I had my eye on. Finally afford to pay somebody for an hour of work. Yep. <laughs> at McDonald's. <laughs> Oops. Now you guys get paid pretty good though. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Now. Uh, so, yeah, that was, yeah, got my first stop. Red-Handed Chronicles episode coming soon. Nice. Uh, for me, I had, like, the stupidest It'll fucking phone call. Yeah, we didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I'm going to need you to blurt the middle finger out, boys. No. Uh, no. Okay, hey, we're going to keep it around. Add, add two middle fingers. Double up. My I second third. And a donkey's butthole. Donkey. Make it make but, it, yeah. But I know you could do this. So CGI it. So instead of the car, it's just a donkey's butthole in that frame back there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I was I had, this, I had this jackass freaking uh, extended warranty salesman call me twice on Fridays. I'm driving home, and on the first phone call, I'm like, dude, I'm not interested. So I hang up. Right. Oh my god, who the hell cares? Oh, Sorry. No, and on the second one, he's like, come on, man. Like, I need you, like, you know, like, you need this. I'm like, no. He's like, well, what can I do to sell this? I'm like, nothing, dude. Like, do you represent Honda? No. I work for some company that, that like, uh, just sells warranties for dealerships. I'm like, then I'm not interested. He's like, well, I hope your fucking car breaks down. I'm like, well, fuck you. I hope you die in a plane crash. Oh, cool, I, I hope you get fired for not selling up extended warranties. Now get the fuck <laughs> off my line. Exactly. Nah. Actually, today, the funnier moment was, and I feel bad, <clears throat> this uh, general foreman came in. He was on the phone. I didn't realize he had headphones on. And he's got a shirt that, like, has, like, the garbage company that we have out here. And I'm like, hey, I know those guys. They come pick up my trash. And I said that out loud to him, right? And he's like, he pulls out his headphones. like, dude, I'm in a meeting. And I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. And apparently, everybody on the other end heard me say that to him. And, yeah, I kind of fucked up that meeting for him today. Wow. Mike, Mike if Why you're listening. Was he even on the phone. phone with you? No, he was on his phone as he approached me. And then I said the thing about what he had on his shirt. But how does that ruin a meeting? They overheard it. So everybody was like, oh, somebody's interrupting. Everybody get the fuck off. You know, over. Dumbass. Had to do that three times. 
Thank you. No, um, that's for you. I'm aware. And I am a dumbass. I did not disagree with that one. Why were you telling another dirty joke for this awkward ass fucking moment we're having? Uh, I'm going to it. All right, so next joke. A man, and his, <clears throat> a man and his date are sitting in the car, and he thought he was going to get lucky. But the girl said to him, I really should have mentioned this, but I'm a hooker and I charge $100. So the man paid her, and they did their thing. <laughs> you okay there, Ricky? Yeah, I'm just wondering why a hooker spent so much time with him before informing him that he had to pay. I know, right? Like, time After is money, bitch. The man just sat down in the driver's seat, smoking a cigarette, and looked out the window. The girl asked, why aren't we going anywhere? And the man said, I should have mentioned this. I'm a taxi driver, and the fare back in the town is $120. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, he got it. Wow, well, you could actually say funny things sometimes. I I know I don't like these jokes. Duh. This is all murky. But Did I do say you don't like these jokes. Thank you. You just added me just like Drake. Jokes. He said we got a ghost like like ghostwriter. I say. <laughs> all right. So for look what I, I found. Like uh, he want us to be the next fucking man show, but now he doesn't like the jokes. <laughs> said that. That's just feedback that I got from like other people, and now it's like I don't really care. Right? Other people tell you they don't like these jokes. I had a paper, and it was actually. Wait, um, who was it that said they don't like these jokes? It was like the structural engineer at work. He told me he didn't like. Well, he could structure better jokes if he doesn't fucking like them. How about that? There we go. I don't know if he watches, but hey, whatever. It's one person. I mean, he listens. He listens listens to this episode. Don't give any fucks. And you could change the channel. It's a joke. Not everyone's going to like them. All right, let's, like move on. People like them. let's move on. All right, look what I found. Marcus, give it a shot, bro. What do you got? All right, so I got two. First one, mm-hmm. um, Fox News. So apparently the Navy released uh, oh, videos and photos of the and according to the guy uh the cleanest pictures and video of ufos that they've seen so far and we got a clip let's go ahead and roll it this is explosive information this is probably the best ufo military filmed footage certainly that I've ever seen, but I think also that the world has ever seen. The U.S. Navy photographed and filmed pyramid-shaped UFOs, or commonly called UAPs now, and advanced transmedium vehicles. There were a number of anomalous contacts, or what they call UAPs, or or UFOs, that swarmed these uh, carriers, that swarmed these destroyers, some of these stealth craft. So what you're seeing is some of what I obtained and released is some of that footage. These are three images that exclusively George Knapp at Mystery Wire released just prior to everything that I released. They represent three separate objects or in the classified briefing to intelligence communities that was put out May 1st, 2020 for anybody that has access to those systems. These are represented in that intelligence briefing as three separate craft, the acorn, the blimp with payload, 
or metallic blimp with payload, and then the white sphere, we were able to double confirm and then triple confirm that indeed, these are educational tools to teach, again, the intelligence community about this UFO presence here on planet Earth, flying with impunity in our restricted airspace. So these three photos represent unknowns, unidentifieds. A lot of people who are enlisted and act on active deployment, they feel that they are not being properly prepared or, or briefed about how to handle these types of things in the, in the future that could cause mid-air collisions, problems of misidentification that could in fact cause a, a, an aggressive attack. I can confirm to you, and it has been confirmed also by the Pentagon themselves, by a spokesperson, that these images that George Knapp released, as well as the six images and actual film footage that I released, that all of this is contained within these investigations by the UAP task force, and that these are unknowns, meaning they've already ruled out the typical things that you would expect, like balloons or basic drones from another country. A transmedium vehicle is a vehicle that can penetrate the barrier between, say, air and sea without destruction. And that's exactly what happened with what we see in these still images that I've released of this uh, unknown, unidentified craft that was captured from the USS Omaha. That is an extraordinary piece of technology. Whoever is operating these technologies are far more advanced than anything we have in the US arsenal. And, and that should be a warning sign. We need to find out the intent of the operators of these vehicles. The scope and scale and variety of what you're seeing just in the releases from uh, me and also from George Knapp, that this is just a, a drop in the bucket of kind of what has been going on with our deployments and within our restricted airspaces and also around our nuclear facilities. Gravitationally propelled craft that are transmedium and they can go from space to air to sea without destruction. This is astonishing capabilities. Additionally, they're able to disrupt our deployments, our electronics weapon systems. They've even documented, been able to turn on and off in multiple countries within the US, Russia, and China, nuclear weapons like Minutemen missiles. So, this is more a display of power than it is a threat. They've been investigating UFOs. We were told they stopped in 1969 Project Blue Book. That was a lie. We now know they were and are investigating. UFOs are now UAPs. Uh, these are genuine unknowns. Questions are weapons. And we are asking questions now. The public is asking questions. And it is our government's job and their duty to answer us. And it is our right and we actually have a need to know, what are these things in the sky that outpace, outmaneuver, and completely defy what we understand as propulsion? What are these things? We deserve some answers, whatever those may be. This is now a new reality that we are living in. And it doesn't matter if we bury our heads in the sand. It doesn't cease to exist. UFOs are real. The UFO presence is real. And it's something that the scientific community should be looking at
and we're back. That was pretty crazy. Yeah, uh, I agree. That's, that's probably the clearest. Yeah, that's, that, yeah I, I'll admit that it really threw me for like I've seen like like because you know me and Ricky are foremost conspiracy the theorists when it comes to shit like yeah. that. So we we kind of follow that shit. So there are a lot of alien, you know, sighting videos we've seen, and they're usually blurry as fuck. Uh, you can barely yeah. make out what it looks like, or yeah. it's just like one great big bright white dot in in the frame, and it just no. But this mm-hmm. definitely was like you definitely saw a structure to this. But the simple fact that it was pyramid shaped kind of reinforces that whole theory that aliens were involved with building the pyramids. I or don't more, kind of, or or the fact that like you know there's a theory where we build pyramids to idolize extraterrestrial beings. That were they basically yeah, taught us how to build those pyramids, maybe, as well, or our mat, their teaching of our understanding of mathematics is what helped us build those pyramids. Mm-hmm. What yeah. else? What's the next article we have? Oh, it's about so I got another one. Um, so Michael Jordan presented the late Kobe Bryant at the uh, at a Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame, nice. and I got a short clip. Uh, uh, it's not really of the award ceremony, ceremony per se. It's kind of like a montage of Kobe with him saying some some stuff that he said in the past. So let's go ahead and roll that clip real quick. Once upon a time, there was a young basketball player who had dreams of becoming the best possible basketball player that I could be. Kobe Bryant from Lower Marion High School in Pennsylvania. Golden jersey, baby. <laughs> Here we go, lifetime dream, finally been realized. And Kobe Bryant making his first appearance. Try to try to... How good is this kid? Oh, what a slam dunk! <laughs> Look out again! Nice dish by Kobe! Bryant! It's a shot! On the 2000 NBA champion. We finally got a championship and it feels great. Back to back to back. Gotta love it. A three-piece. Three seconds. Bryant for the win! Make history, you have to do historic things. 81 points game. Kobe left nothing in the tank. He left it all on the floor. The most important thing in life is how your career moves and touches those around you how it carries forward to the next generation. That's what makes true greatness. And we're back. <laughs> uh, that was pretty that was pretty cool. I like that. That was a good one. Wow, so got emotional. No, I'm not gonna lie. Definitely got emotional. I'm the type of dude that like grew up watching Kobe. Uh, I'll admit it here on the mic. Like the day Kobe died, I came home and I sat on my bed, bro. I sat on my bed and I fucking cried watching Kobe Bryant highlights. You you called me and I was at work and you told me that and my my heart dropped. I was like, wait, what? I was in denial. I didn't believe it until I actually saw it on the news. It's crazy. It's one of those things that, like, you grow up idolizing people, so when they pass away, you, you it 
puts your mortality into perspective even more. Oh, definitely. Just like, wow, we thought these guys were invincible. You think these guys can damn near live forever, you know? It's, it definitely brings it back Their to Their legacy will. No, for sure. Can we just give away Jordan and get Kobe back? I second that motion. Don't get me wrong. Jordan is the GOAT. But Kobe was exciting as fuck to watch. Yeah, I, I agree with you guys on that. I had never been more electrified watching him play than I've ever than any other player I've ever watched. And Dr. And J I'll, is my favorite player. Yeah, and I'll admit, like the fact that I I, I like Kobe over Jordan is it's just a simple bias because I was a child watching Kobe play, right? Where I got to watch Jordan at the tail end of his career. So there's definitely a bias there, but which is also why I was willing to make that trade. Yeah, I was forced to watch most. It's of more of a game, generational so. thing. Like we, we, yeah, we it's a generational thing. Go along more with Kobe than we would with MJ. So. Well, we, got, we, we got, we got, we get, we got Kobe at childhood, and we grew with his career. Yeah. So his 20 year career was basically us watching him while we were also growing. It's, it's yeah, also so it was like LeBron he grew James. with us. It's also why LeBron James hates us when we pick him over the best NBA player right now. When we pick Curry over being the the fucking generational player over him, right? Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, bro, but Curry is the generational player. In oh, the yeah. league. Is he currently the highest played NBA player in the league? Yeah, and, and don't get me wrong. LeBron is phenomenal. As much as I talk shit about LeBron, he's phenomenal. But Brother he's phenomenal game. at doing what basketball wanted him to do. Yeah. And when it comes to Steph Curry, Steph Curry is essentially unorthodox at bas basketball playing, and he changed the game the, the way the game is played. Yeah, he's the one who basically put threes back on the map. Yep. Yeah. Took the, took the three-point game to a whole new level. Speaking of basketball, I blew my wife's mind the other day <laughs> when I explained to her that fucking the slam dunk was created by accident. Yep. In the 1940s, and then she yep. was like, "What?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Somebody threw the ball up there, and somebody went, jumped up and fucking slammed it into the hoop, and they had to stop the game to figure out whether the fucking thing was legal or not. <laughs> they like, did the same good. thing with the alley oop. To my neighbor with the loud exhaust, I hate your guts, and I hope you get a fucking fix the ticket. What the fuck does that have to do with what we're talking about? What a Sorry, segue. Oh my god, that is that is a, a game changing fucking segue right there. You're, you're getting better about, at hosting. We'll talk about Thank generation you. hosting right here. <laughs> All right, uh, Ricky and Jose, you guys are pretty much on the same topic. Uh, I'm gonna Except let Jose accept a small little difference. I'm gonna let Jose start off and then first, Ricky bro. finish. You can set it up, Jose. Bro. You, you build, <laughs> Ricky. You knock it out the park. Yep. Because this is pretty Because Jose. Because Ricky, what Ricky found on the guy is very, it's kind of like here's more the, of his background. A segue. This is a segue, Julio. Jose, you all you and I'll dunk it. There yeah, we go. There we go. Let, there let we me go. set it up. So, so how do you know that America is, is open up again and it's not in lockdown? You get all these mass shootings. And the most recent one is in Indianapolis at a FedEx facility. Mm -hmm. So an ex-employee from FedEx I believe he was 19 years old, and Ricky probably will get into more of the details. Um, showed up at night to the FedEx facility with the rifle unloaded and ended up killing eight FedEx employees and included himself, so eight casualties. And 
Wait, so, so it know. was a mass shooting suicide? Yeah, it was a The crazy part is that this whole theory about the only thing that could stop a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun. Nope. Goes out the window in this situation because one of the guys that actually made it out of the building went to his car to get his gun, went back to try to save people by shooting him and was murdered himself. There you go. Oh, boy. Where, where I jump into the story is the fact that, you know, I did a little digging, surfed around the internet for a little bit, and come to find out that this dude that did the mass shooting is a brony. For those who don't know, this guy basically follows my little pony. And male fans are called brownies. Wow. What? Yeah, uh, yeah you could find the Facebook post on it of his where he talks about how, like, if he doesn't get a certain character that was recently coming out, is basically the end of, of his life because he was in love with this character. Oh, and before we go any further, we do have a clip of the whole FedEx crap. So let's go ahead and roll. An ordinary overnight shift shattered by gunfire. They have an active shooter currently at FedEx. Giving FedEx employees like Levi Miller little time to react. And he started shouting and then he started firing at random directions. Federal and local investigators now combing through the crime scene. Authorities have identified the gunman as 19-year-old Brandon Scott Hole, a former FedEx employee who was known to local police and FBI for a mental health condition. Police say he was carrying a rifle when he arrived at the FedEx facility at 11 p.m., immediately opening fire in the parking lot, killing four victims, injuring others. He then went inside the facility where he shot four more victims before police say it appears he turned the gun on himself and took his own life. There was no confrontation uh, with anyone that was there. There was no disturbance. There was no argument. He just appeared to randomly start shooting. Investigators search Hole's home today for evidence and a possible motive. One that follows weeks of similar violence. A shooting rampage at spas in Atlanta, Georgia. Another at a Boulder, Colorado grocery store. And last week at a residence in South Carolina. Last night was a devastating blow. And its impact will be felt by our community for days and weeks to come. And families like Carol Weissert spending agonizing hours waiting for word of loved ones, like her husband, Steve. I would have to say maybe I'm losing a little bit of hope as more time goes on. Katie, do we know why it's taking so long for families to be notified? Well, here in Indiana, a positive identification must be made by a family member, a dental record, and DNA. So that explains why it's taking significantly longer tonight. And we're back. Wow. That is so, that is weird yeah. as hell. How do you have a fascination with My Little Pony? So, so the the article I read didn't basically they didn't know like the the root cause for the shooting, but maybe it was he didn't get that My Little it Pony. Was my Little Pony. Oh. and yeah. I got a, I got a story similar to that that happened to me at uh, Niagara. So, um, and I told Julio this story. I haven't told you guys, but yeah, um, basically. So in the, in the summer that I was working by myself, they kept hiring like a bunch of fucking uh, temps and shit to work with me. So I was on my sixth or seventh batch. Uh, about like two guys worth working with me. One guy's name was Kevin. So my manager sent me a, a text message saying that, hey, so tonight uh, they're only running one line. So you, you only got to run two machines. 
and they're both going to be live feeding, so you can shut every other machine down, which was fine. And Kevin hadn't showed up to work yet, so I texted him like, "Hey, you coming in?" He was like, hey, uh, "Like, I'm not feeling too good. Like, do you need me?" I was like, "Actually, we're only running two machines, so you ain't got. Uh, don't even worry about it. Just stay home." Now, before that, like, motherfucker was tripping, like, all week on some shit. So he got pissed off because um, he mislabeled um, a container of preforms, which got to the line and it, it turned out to be bad. So he assumed that because his name was on it, they were trying to, like, get him fired. And, like, nothing we said convinced his ass. We over thing like, bro, you tripping. You need to calm the fuck down. Like, it's, it's the way it goes. If there's a mistake, you own it. It's not like they're saying you fucked up the whole plant. Right. This motherfucker was like, nah, bro, these motherfuckers got it out for me and shit. Over here talking about I fucked up they damn line. I was like, you're dead. no. You, your name is <laughs> you on did. it. I was like, look, your name is on the container, yeah, but I'm the one responsible, which means I'm the one that gets in trouble, not you. Because it's my department. You're a temp. You're not a full-fledged... You being a fucking nice guy. I mean, he was completely right. He's not an employee. He's a temp, so he's not liable. I am. Even though his name was on it, so the mechanic came up to him. Like, he's not the one running the machines. He's just pulling the damn fucking containers. That's the part he fucked up, though. decided was already fucked Oh, man. After tripping about that, and I told him, like, to stay home, like, not even an hour and a half goes by, and one of my coworkers comes up and says, hey, bro, you need to go get your boy. He over there tripping. I'm like, who the fuck is my boy? So you I get off. Huh? You thought we flew in. For real? <laughs> I was like, wait. Who the fuck yet? is Marcus? He, he thought it was a Bay Area rapper, your boy. Nah, bro. <laughs> So now I'm over here like so I go outside and this fool is running up and down the damn parking lot. Do doing like just I don't even know what the fuck he was doing, but he was doing some weird shit. And I went to go tell him like, hey dude, what the fuck are you doing? This motherfucker stopped, be like, oh, it's a music video. Oh. And kept like dancing and shit. Damn, those so, bap sauce really hit. This motherfucker did that. This motherfucker did that shit for like I guess he did it for like a full hour. Because he scared the shit out of the girls in the shack. So they called fucking Missouri, uh, Missouri City PD. I told one of the supervisors to get on the phone and call the ambulance. Because police are going to arrest his ass. I'd rather have him go to the hospital where they can check him out and then send him the fuck home so he doesn't lose his fucking job. Because the motherfucker has a record. No oh boy. And like this motherfucker was... Kept doing the same shit. It's a music video. Like, spewing off fucking Drake lyrics and shit. And fucking... Well, we know like, who you like. We're in a moment this. of fucking lucidity, this motherfucker said, oh, I ain't check my meds. And then he went back to a music video. I was like, was that... Bro, was that a bar or is he actually telling me he didn't take his fucking meds? That's so now, funny. I'm over here trying to relay that information to the cops. They fucking... One of the cops fucking, like, grabbed him, slammed him to the ground. Canine unit rolled up. This motherfucker just let his goddamn canine out. Well, this motherfucker went for the biggest motherfucker in the yard, me, and came this close to my nuts. <laughs> like, 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 I could feel his breath 
warming my nuts. That's how close he was. The dog, the dog had no interest in that dude, but he wanted you. <laughs> <laughs> and like the dog stopped. The only reason the dog stopped is because the cop fucking gave him a command call, and that motherfucker stopped right there on my nuts. Just <laughs> drop the safety word. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, pineapples, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so the dog turns around and takes off straight for Kevin now. Kevin's already on the ground. So there was no point in even taking the dog on him. Well, the officer jumped back and let the dog grab him by the fucking arm. Well, uh, already I had told him, like, yeah, he's down on his meds. Pretty sure he's fucking bipolar and is freaking the fuck out. So... The dog bites his ass. He gets up and starts taking off towards the fucking fence. Well, the cops chase him, grab out their batons and, like, you know, whack his legs so he can fall the fuck down. Now they're fucking body slamming his ass. Like, I'm pretty sure one of them dropped an atomic elbow and shit. Damn. I was like, damn, bro brought out the Hulk Hogan? <laughs> like, there was, like, five of them on one dude. Like, he is a buck 25 soaking wet. Dude was like, do you smell what the rock is cooking? Rock's yeah. elbow. People's elbow. The people's elbow on him. Like, finally, after, like, a good 15 minutes and a, a bunch of the guys I work with, like, videotaped this shit, they, you know, got him in the fucking car, got him in the ambulance, started to get, like, a statement from me, and then... So they were now searching his car. He just bought that damn car. He just moved out of his mama's house. Well, he got kicked out of his mama's house. And after searching the vehicle, they found four pistols, a loaded AK-47, a loaded mm-hmm. AR-15. Every single gun in that car had a had a full magazine in it. Oh yeah, you got. He didn't have a place to put them. So we over here like. Now I regret coming outside. And I look at my coworker who was like, hey, your boy is bugging. I was like, yeah, my ass would have been bugging full of bullets, you son of a bitch. That's insane, bro. Crazy. And that, that was a temp? That was a temp. He didn't yeah, even work. He wasn't he a was full-fledged employee. He was about to attempt a mass shooting. And what fuck me up I was trying to get this motherfucker hired. <laughs> Like after that, he, like I told, I told he was getting ready to send you to a higher called, power. I called my man. I called my manager and I was like, "So you remember when I recommended Kevin for a position?" It's like, "Yeah, why? You might want to take him out of consideration." It's like, what happened? I was like, "So he showed up to work after I told him he didn't have to show up to work. I'm assuming he was drunk, but apparently he was off his meds." Cops arrested him. It was a whole thing. You can watch the video when you get here. And, um, oh, they found at least six guns fully loaded in this car. So we were in the the next post office. Like, goddamn. Dude, that boy was strapped and ready. I was over here like, (laughs) fuck, I thought we was cool, bro. Damn. I didn't say he was fired. Nah, he thought you were the big boss, man. Calling him up, telling him not to come to work. I, like, I, I, I legit miss the wear red when you come to work tomorrow. Julio, do you have a, an article? I do. Let's, so let's go on to the next one. Bulls, thank you for the story. It's a great story, by the way. Yeah, yeah so there's this man. On a lighter note, you know, people dressed up in freaking costumes and stuff. 
there's a man uh yeah, dressed up for charity. what the brony dressed up in a costume yeah but he wanted to kill people well he did kill people anyway this guy is dressed up as a teddy bear and he's no ricky and he's walking from los angeles to san francisco as a chip to raise money for charity He's currently been at it since last week, Monday, when he left Los Angeles, and he's somewhere near the north end of the Central Valley. So he might be in the Bay Area by Thursday because he keeps getting lost and stuck on back on backcountry roads. How the fuck you get is, lost? Well, Google Maps <laughs> kept taking him freeway. Well, that's the thing. Google Maps kept taking him towards like uh, roads that are private roads, telling him to go through them, like through refineries and shit around. I would have just stayed there. on the fucking highway. Yeah. Anyway, he's been like stopped by highway patrol, firefighters. People have gone out looking for him to take pictures with him. Uh, my question is here: Is this where the fuck do you stay at night? Do you have like a crew of people that are with you? In his suit, volume shit. Like he, he sleeps in the suit. It's a pretty big suit. I don't know if you guys saw a video yet, but it's a really interesting story. We have a video. I was about to yeah. say. All right, let's watch it. Let's watch the clip. Size teddy bear is on the move. His name is Bearson, and he is uh, walking all the way from Los Angeles to San Francisco while chronicling his adventures on Instagram. Sheriff's deputies caught up with him in Santa Clarita today, calling it a very unique situation <laughs> in their Twitter post. The deputies checked in on him and reminded him to stay safe before wishing him luck on his journey. No doubt he's getting a lot of double takes while putting smiles and faces along right. the way. And we're back. So that is pretty awesome. I'll say that because I don't have the freaking integrity to fucking do that walk from the Central Valley or through the Central Valley all the way up from like integrity. Maybe you don't have the bro. You don't have the cholesterol levels to do that. I have the stamina level. <laughs> the fucking feet dexterity. That's true. All right, on to the next joke. So today I got pulled over, and the cop came to my window and asked for my license, registration, insurance. And I looked at him, and I told him, sir, I don't have my license, I don't have my registration, and I don't have approved insurance. The officer looked at me and said, then why were you speeding? Why were you speeding? I caught you doing 90 in a 65. And I looked at the officer and said to him, officer, the reason I was speeding was because I killed my neighbor and he was chopped up in the trunk. The officer looks at me and says, after backing away from the window, listen, boy, you wait right there. The cop then calls every other cop in the area to come look at the car. The car is now surrounded by cops. The chief of police shows up. He and he uh, he does this whole check and he checks the car and he checks the trunk and he checks the trunk and finds something about a backpack. The backpack's empty. And he then comes up to the window and says, do you know the officer pulled you over because you said that you have no driver's license, no registration, no insurance, and you chopped up your neighbor's in the trunk? But all I found is a empty backpack. And I look at the chief and I said, yeah, I know. The lying son of a bitch probably told you I was speeding too, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Oh, right. So, on to the next that's my life. Thank you. I'm going to jump into this real quick just so I can get mine out of the way. I'm sorry, guys. I'm selfish and I'm a narcissist. You guys can agree. 
A bear. Yeah, you go out in public with your girlfriend wearing that fucking mustache, so I know how selfish you are. Yeah, no, I first heard. coming back. Didn't he say that last week? My girl likes it. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that was his hair. Uh, yeah, anyway. So uh, this bear broke into a house down in Pasadena, and he made his way through the house, right? Only to be scared off by these two small little dogs who look like freaking terriers. And let's, let's check Stop out That is pretty crazy. That fucking big ass bear got scared off by two little fifteen pound dogs. Love it. Next, Jose. All right. So, what segment are we talking about? This fuck, fuck my life, or what are we? What are we doing? Yeah, wrong, 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 yeah. All right. So, so besides my my personal FML, where I texted, or I actually emailed my second grade uh, daughter's teacher with the monologue podcast email. <laughs> 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 Oops, like, what about this? What? Uh, you noticed it by checking the sent emails, Julio. Oh man, no, I got a notification for it. No, she, she responded. She responded back to that, but she, luckily she didn't call it out. So shout out Mrs. Parrot, and she she's now follows us on Instagram. But um, this bitch. one's gonna top that. So I'm guess I'm the relationship advice person or article person because this time there was this um. Girlfriend that got a gift from her boyfriend that made her break up with him. Well, so the gift was in those um those ancestry.com kind of testing kits, those DNA testing kits. Was it a negative pregnancy test? No, so oh, so the boyfriend pregnancy test that wasn't hers. <laughs> no, no. So there were these were on sale. So the boyfriend bought a kit for the girlfriend and one for himself. They both submitted it and got the results back. And the girlfriend saw the boyfriend's name on the, you know, re- relatives list. She's like, "Oh, look, someone has your name." And the guy sees his list, and her name's also on there. And that's how they found out that they were second cousins. 
Oh, what? How long were they dating? Did it say? Like second cousins? That could still work. I'm just fucking <laughs> around. <laughs> there we have an 80% chance. Like, here we have a sweet chance being retarded. She's like, oh, I guess we should probably stop doing stuff. <laughs> How long were they dating? I think for at least a year. At least oh. a year. So. Oh, damn. So you know they went ass to mouth. Oh, yeah. They went all out. They did everything. Balls to walls. Yep. They they really explored that ancestry bush. Oh, yeah. yeah. Never turn your back on family. They <laughs> I'm sure she turned her back on him a couple of times. <laughs> That's illegal in Alabama. <laughs> oh. oh man. They took uh they took exploring the family tree to a whole other level. All right. Uh what do you got, man? Besides some crickets? I'm playing. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I got, well, technically, I kind of got two. So, public service announcement. Two actors who starred in uh, Harry Potter movies died. The first one died at 52 from uh, cancer. The other one died from a brain tumor um, at 54. Uh, I highly doubt you'd remember them. They were probably not the notable actors, but they were still actors. And the second one. So, some Karen decided to bully some kids were having fun at a damn park but I guess you know kids are loud so she went over there to fucking chastise them and we got footage let's go ahead and roll the clip do you live here I'm asking you a question do you live here do you you live here and you think your mother would appreciate you doing that to no, other residents she didn't do anything it was her so now do you live here because you're the one who's screaming like a little baby Okay, so you come up here, you want to have fun. We want to do our practices. So you don't think we should respect each other? We should. But then you say, I'm not nice? But you're the one who started. That was me. That was you? So you should say you're sorry, because you don't treat adults like that. I didn't do anything to you. You did it to us. We were just having fun. So are we. So are we. But we can't have our fun, because you're screaming, and we can't concentrate. And we're back. All right. Uh, Ricky, you just came up with a new development. Share, please. What are you doing? New development? Are we talking about... Yeah, are we talking about the situation right now? Damn it. Didn't we just watch a video? Yeah, we did. So, back to the Karen story. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I jumped like, Her excuse was, like, what? So, I'm 54, I can't be a kid? Bitch, you just answered your own question. No, you can't be a kid. If I can't play with them, then they can't play. I mean, look, we're chi- we're childish, but we're also adults. Right. I self-identify as a twelve-year-old. Nice. Nice. I, I I wish I would, but then I'd have to go through puberty again. I'm good. <laughs> My fucking facial hair tells me that I'm still going through puberty. <laughs> oh man. But since I came out ahead. <laughs> My double chin is covered by fur. 
right, on to the next joke, guys. Okay, there's a four-story building with four residents, one on each floor. On the first floor, there lives a boxer. On the second floor, there's a football player. On the third floor, there's a man who's blind. And on the fourth floor, there's a very beautiful woman. One day, the woman is taking a shower when she hears a knock on the door, and she asks, who is it? And the person behind the door says, it's the boxer. So she exits the shower with a towel on, goes to the door and says to him, and opens the door, and he says to her, good news, I won the fight this morning. And she says, that's great. I'll see you tomorrow. And she closes the door, goes back to the shower. Then she hears another knock on the door, and again, she asks, who is it? And the person uh, behind the door goes, it's the football player. So she, again, puts on a towel, gets out of the shower. She goes down to the door, and the football player says to her, great news, he won the big game. And once again, she says, that's great, I'll see you tomorrow. And she closes the door, returns to the shower. She then gets one more knock on the door. And again, she asks, who is it? The person behind the door goes, it's John, your neighbor. Knowing John was blind, she exits the shower this time without a towel on. She goes to the door, opens it, and John says, great news, I can see now. (laughs) (laughs) Never underestimate people, ladies and gentlemen, never. Never underestimate. Oh, man. Best All right. See that coming. <laughs> okay. So, on to the next segment, and I'm gonna let Ricky go into this one. He actually just came up with a good story. Yeah. So, what's the next segment? Spoiler alert. What are you doing? Yeah. Okay. I, I knew that, but I was waiting for you to announce it because on to the next segment could be any segment, considering that you haven't announced it. Um. So, as far as like, what are you doing? Everybody knows. Um. What's his name? Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt? Chris Evans. Pratt? Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. All right, so everybody knows Chris Evans plays Captain America. So, who do you guys think slid into Captain America's DMs? Who? Scarlett Johansson. Nah, bro. Not, none other than Lizzo. Lizzo slid Lizzo. into Captain America's oh. DMs with three emojis. The puff of smoke, a basketball, and what appeared to be a basketball player. Shooting her shot, bro. And Captain America did the chivalrous thing. And in response, you know, when questioned about it, he said, Ain't nothing wrong with a drunk DM. (laughs) 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 At least he responded. Yeah. Come on. Come on. 
I, I just wouldn't see that happening. Yes. Hit that one more time for me, bro, because for sure. Yep. You dumbass. Yeah. All right. Now, we obviously we probably don't have video of this. Maybe we might. We'll, we'll add it on later. If I find it, I'll put it in post. Yep. If you if you say it, they will come. Come on, bro. <laughs> You've never seen Field <laughs> of Dreams? They will watch. Classic. Damn, I fucked up. <laughs> if you play it, they will watch. Marcus, you're next. What's Am I? Name? Yes, you are. All right, first so time, this black latest... hasn't been left to the end. <laughs> Back of the bus once again. So fucking apparently some students took part in a online slave trade of color, colored students or children of color at the school in Alito. And before we start, let's go ahead and roll the clip. Hearing it is one thing. How is this possible and how am I still surprised? But seeing it goes deeper. Calling it the N-word um, slave trade slash auction. Students at Daniel Ninth Grade Academy in Alito putting prices on children of color and trading them online. Just It makes me sick from, from the standpoint that I ask myself, who, who do they think they are, right? What gives them the right to feel that they can do that to someone else? One student worth 100 bucks, another just a dollar because they didn't like his hair. And now, of course, I was not shocked, honestly, because of the community that we live in. And It hurt one student enough to tell school leaders and even post about it online. District leaders sent a note home to tell parents the students were disciplined, but some were even angrier with how the note was written. Calling it cyberbullying, bullying versus racism. They're condoning the behavior, and that is the piece that really gets under my skin. It softens the blow for those that may be uncomfortable with the conversation of racism. And we need to stop doing that. Online, someone told the school board member Forrest Collins it was a hate crime, not boys being boys. He wrote he agreed 100%. Superintendent Susan Bone issued a new statement just hours ago saying racism and hatred did not have a place in the district. They're taking action and making sure students feel loved. I'm still a bit disappointed with the email because I do think it still stops short of calling it hate speech. But Mark Grubbs told us the problems are bigger than this one instance. He pulled his three kids from Alito ISD. Um, a lot of racism uh, being called out of his name, et cetera, and it got to the point where um, he didn't mind fighting. And that just didn't sit right with me and my wife. And parents are already planning to show up in force at next week's Alito ISD school board meeting to demand better. Wayne Carter, NBC5. All right, and we're back. Well, uh... <laughs> I got you. I got you. Well. I, I did yeah. not find that racist at all, bro. Not at all. <laughs> I don't, I don't like, well, because I fucking said it. Jose, let's let's go to your topic real quick, bro. All right, the, the last one before we get to the tacos. <laughs> um, so this article is out of Maryville, Tennessee. 
So two women were they, they, they were they were not shopping for tacos. They were shopping at a, a general a Dollar General, the Dollar Bean so Burrito. So basically, like a Dollar Tree or, or a ninety-nine cent store. And while they were shopping, they were attempting to buy gift cards with a I think it was a hundred million dollar bill, if I'm not mistaken. Wait, like those fake ones you get in the mail? Yeah. So she so she said basically she got that through a church. And she was trying to cash it for like homeless people, like to to like, pay for it. And no, her general. friend that was with her said, like, I had no idea she had fake money. I just came for, to ride with her and get out the house while she oh, did her errands. Oh my god, that is the What's dumbest thing I've But of all the places to try to cash a hundred million dollar bill, which we know the largest bill ever in circulation was like ten thousand dollars back in like nineteen forty five. Yeah, you do that at a like a dollar store. <laughs> they, $100 million dollar bill. Dollar General, the only in thing in town. You're trying that scam. Damn, our education system. Seriously, fuck. how are you this stupid? It's not even a counterfeit. So, what are you doing? Who the fuck has a one million dollar bill besides C. Montgomery Burns? No, no, oh, no. Wait, no, that's a one million dollar, million dollar bill. bill. A hundred million dollar bill. Yeah, that's even worse. Million. Probably yeah. not even like no, no, no. actual five of a like actual bill. Like what the? Did, fuck? They never who made the that bill. Who the was? fuck would be Duck on Duck? it? Yeah, whose face is on that? <laughs> he said, "Dog Duck." Harriet Tubman. Probably Mr. Burns on that. It's Richie Rich is on that. No, he's on the billion dollar bill. Dude, that's insane. Who the fuck did she think she was? Did she think she was Scrooge McDuck? This is Scrooge McDuck. Like, what in your mind makes you think this is legit? Bitch, you might as well have walked up in that bitch with a big ass yeah. diamond. That that reminds me of like okay. So my like, wife used to work at this place called Huckleberries, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And recently we went to her friend's house because she was having her twenty first birthday party. So we went to check it out and we heard a story. Where somebody actually accepted a fake hundred dollar bill that literally said for promotion for like you know promotional video use purposes only. Oh my god! So they accepted oh, okay. monopoly money. It's one of those Basically, video dollars. Yes. <laughs> they went for that funny money. I knew that shit was fake. Yeah. That shit was crazy. I don't understand how somebody that handles money on a regular basis, because like I'm sure these people got caught for the same reason. Because anybody that works retail. Handles money on a regular basis, so you know what money feels like in your hands, and you know what a real bill looks like and feels like versus a fake one. And that's yeah, why they have like, a light scanner where they put it under to make sure it's like legit, not fake. I don't know, but somebody. What my point being is like, if you've worked retail at any point in your life for an extended period of time, you know what that kind of money feels like. Mm-hmm. You don't even need the scanner. Like you, you know when you when you when you hold it in your hands. What yeah, that kind of money feels like. It feels like every day. It's got a very, very memorable texture. Yep. Yeah. And, and then, I mean, like, let's, let's lot- be real. American money is mostly made, it's not even made out of actual paper. There's like cotton base to it. Yeah, there's a little bit of cloth in there. That way, it's more difficult to replicate. Yep. That's just and, insane. And everyone should know, like, the, the larger in value the, the, the bill is, the more scrutinized it gets by the, ca- like the cashier. Like, they're going to be like, for the hundred dollar bill, they're gonna be doing every. Check so the fact that you thought a a million dollar, a hundred million dollar bill would make the cut, you're fucking retarded. <laughs> Crazy. I hope you got it. I hope you got it every day in prison that you deserve. 
Yep. I'm pretty All sure right. th this is exactly what the cashier was thinking when he fucking got it. Do you, have a, do you have a closing joke? Because I'm started staring at your fucking yeah, head very much. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'll, I don't even care about what I brought up. It's like rental car companies being dickbags, but fuck them. Let's do it. No, what, what do you got? What do you got? Uh, so right when the pandemic started, a bunch of these car companies sold off like the majority of their fleets. Well, now they created their own overinflation of supply and demand because they don't have enough cars for people, and they're charging prices as high as $500 a day yeah, for, so. like, rentals. So? Like I said, it wasn't that really that important. I looked at oh it today. Oh, my God. Who My point being is welcome to capitalism. They didn't do it yeah. by accident. No. All right, they last joke. And that's why I didn't really like want to read it. It's like thinking back, it's like yeah, it's a lame story. Anywho, uh, last joke of the night. So Ricky can go get his tacos, and I see that's my life. Tacos. Is that the joke? What you said. Yeah, I'm Mexican. Fuck it. I'm eating tacos. Eat a uh, dick. How about that? I'm not making fun of you. I don't actually. I wish I was having tacos for dinner. Right. But they one day a little girl was playing <laughs> after how was i born i mean tacos are probably in the process for this and the mother smiled and replied once upon a time daddy and i decided to plant a wonderful little seed your daddy planted the seed into the earth i took care of it for every single day after a while, it started to grow more and more leaves. And after a few months, it turned into a beautiful, healthy plant. So we took that plant, dried it, rolled it up, smoked it, and fucked without a condom. And now you're here. Nice. Sounds about right. Didn't need the now you're here part, genius. Right. Yeah, I don't care. Anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys for watching. Please subscribe. Give us a like. Share share our videos on social media. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok. I will be posting a fucking uh, voting for anybody that follows on Twitter to vote whether or not Julio should change his fucking haircut and mustache. Uh, let us know, please. Oh, also, probably employ some real game. Yeah, we're gonna put a poll up on on uh on all of our social media platforms. I got I got half a I got half a box of this shit. I I'm using it to grow my beard. Nice. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching. Thank you for following. Uh, we absolutely are glad you guys do because it helps us. We enjoy this. Have a good night. Have a good week. We'll see you guys next time. All right, peace.